Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going through our top five players to watch from each All-Stars side. Today we're going to get into the Indigenous side. Now, a couple of different storylines here, a couple of different guys coming from all different angles, but... All five of them I cannot wait for. Uh, probably there's one of them that was actually two blokes. I couldn't really separate them, but I think you'll understand why. And they're pretty super coach relevant. So two guys to really keep an eye out for. There's two stories that I just think are unbelievable. Two, uh, one, one's maybe a redemption story. The other one's just a story of opportunity that's being taken, which I absolutely love. It's come from uh, an opportunity that's presented out of something that's been pretty average and something that I don't like. But there is a bit of good to come out of it, and I'm looking forward to getting to that one. Uh, I've also got a Brisbane Broncos half that is playing in this team as well that is worth keeping an eye on, a hooker that I really like as well. But uh, without further ado, let's dive into our top five players from the Indigenous All-Stars that I think are worth watching on Saturday night. Number five. A really interesting one to kick off this list. If some people said to me they had him at number one, I wouldn't push back on it. I know that a lot of people aren't very keen on him playing in the first place. So some people might not have had him in, his, in their top five. But for me, I think you're telling a porky if you're not at least interested in how he goes. It is, of course, Shaq Mitchell, who is the... I'm not sure if he's older or younger than Latrell Mitchell. I think he might be older, but he's a guy that uh, was, you know, p- pushing the kilos up around the 170 kilo mark only a few months ago he's been in training with the South Sydney Rabbitohs with Latrell you will remember he came down with Latrell to play with the Sydney Roosters a couple of years ago was reasonably handy was just always such a big boy he's lost a heap of weight he's worked his ass off at South Sydney obviously his brother Latrell Mitchell has been ruled out of this game whether you uh, agree or disagree with that I can hear both sides of the argument I think he should be playing in this Uh, a lot of people just say oh that's his punishment he should serve it which I think is fine but I think it should count towards his games, the same as a State of Origin game does. I think it's ridiculous that 
he's not allowed to play this game, but it doesn't count towards his suspension, but he's allowed to play in the Charity Shield in two weeks' time. It just makes no sense to me. Uh, it just makes the NRL look stupid. As I said, I think that Latrell should be able to play in this game with his brother Shaq. I understand if you disagree with that, and that's fine. But I think we can all meet the middle and say that the whole ruling on it just doesn't make any sense. Regardless, it has presented Shaq with the opportunity of a lifetime. And yes, yeah, some people think he doesn't deserve it. Some people think that there are other NRL players that should have got that opportunity. And that's fine. I'm not going to push back on you there. But regardless, I'm excited to see how he goes. Yeah, he's a, he's a guy that's always had potential, never quite lived up to it. He's now got the opportunity of a lifetime, as I said. We have seen guys like this come into this game before that are reasonably unknown, that have really made the name for themselves. Over the last few years, Josh Curran, he really impressed last year. Reuben Cotter as well. Uh, I was aware of Reuben Cotter and liked him, but really fell in love with him at the last Indigenous game. He was sensational. We've seen Georgie Rose get picked out of a little bit of obscurity before and get man of the match in this game. Travis Waddell, I remember him getting picked. He didn't have a team I, I, from memory, uh, and he killed it as well. So Tyrone Roberts is another guy that sort of got picked out of nowhere. We weren't really expecting him to be in the side from memory, um, and I think he might have ended up captaining them, and I think he got man of the match. So so this is what this game can do. It can provide opportunity. And when I look at this game and who's got the most opportunity here, Shaq Mitchell, he stands out for me. If he stands up and he delivers in this game and he earns himself a proper first-grade contract with South Sydney, I know he's training with them. I'm not sure if he's got a contract or if it's like a development contract or whatever it is. But if he manages to pull himself into that South Sydney system off the back of this game, I think that would be an unreal story. And I think it would be one of the great narratives to come off the back of the Indigenous All-Stars as a squad. Uh, obviously, Latrell Mitchell's younger brother would have been great, to, younger or older brother, I'm not sure, sorry. would have been great to see them run out together. Uh, but the situation is what the situation is. He's number five on my list, Shaq. I wish him all the very best. I hope he absolutely brains it. And I hope that in you know a few months' time, he can live out a childhood dream and run out run, run outs alongside his brother in first grade for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think that would be unreal. And I think it would be a great storyline to come out of this game. Number four. Coming in at number four, I've got the Brisbane Broncos halfback slash 5'8", potentially their 5'8 this year, more than likely not their halfback with Adam Reynolds arriving, but it is Albert Kelly. He will be coming off the bench for the Indigenous All-Stars, and I am very, very excited to see how he goes. I wasn't sure if he would get the starting gig or not. They've gone in a different direction, but we'll talk about that in a minute. The Brisbane Broncos, they play a trial on the Friday night where you see Ezra Mam uh, lining up at 5'8". Billy Walters and Tamara Martin coming off the bench in that game, so a couple of options. Tyrone Roberts, also a former Indigenous All-Stars uh, man of the match and captain, I believe, uh, running around at halfback for the Broncos the night before. So you're seeing, what, five of the seven potential halves players uh, for the Brisbane Broncos over those two nights. The only two guys you won't be seeing is Adam Reynolds, of course, and Tyson Gamble. I'm not sure why he isn't playing in the trial. He might be carrying an injury. I'm not too sure. But only Gamble and Adam Reynolds that you will not see. You would have to assume Adam Reynolds will be the halfback. He is the skipper. When I say you have to assume, he will be the seven. There is no uh, assumptions there. It is definite. 5'8 jersey is up for grabs, though. Ezra Mam, he gets the first opportunity in their trial the night before against Wynnum. Uh, you will also have Tamari Martin playing his first game in a long time uh, off the bench there, along with Kevin Walters' son, Billy Walters, coming up from the West Tigers, joining the Brisbane Broncos. And then little old Albert Kelly, the kid that burst onto the scene with the Cronulla Sharks, the Gold Coast Titans, went to England, disappeared for a while, has now come back, and 
did really well for Brisbane last year. I was really impressed with the games that he played. I think he's one of the front runners to wear the six jersey. He will not start in this game, but he will have opportunities to come on. And personally, I do think the Indigenous All-Star side is going to win. I don't think they'll win by a heap. Uh, I think they'll win by probably 8 to 14 sort of points around that mark. But I do think there will be a lot of points scored in this game. You would have to assume Albert Kelly probably enters this game in the 25th, 30th minute, maybe even a little bit later. I think it is going to be the sort of game for Albert Kelly. He's got a lot of talented players around him. Even when you get the subs, he's going to walk on with Selwyn Cobbo, you know, a heap of other guys on that pine that are sensational. Uh, the Maori team, they're probably not as strong as the Indigenous team as well, so it really does suit a guy like Albert Kelly. It'll be a really good opportunity for him to show uh, Coach Kevin Walters what he's all about. So one that I'm really excited for, it'll be instinctive footy from Albert Kelly, which is what you want. And next to a guy like Adam Reynolds, probably the sort of character that you want as well. You want a guy that's got a bit of flair and can play a bit of eyes up footy whilst Adam Reynolds is directing everything around the park. So a really good opportunity for Albert Kelly, who I've always been a big fan of. I know he's very, very proud to play in this game. So really looking forward to seeing how Albert Kelly goes, knowing that, and hopefully one of the Broncos 5'8s really stands up the night before whether it is, you know, uh, Ezra Mann, whether it's Billy Walters, whether it's Tamari Martin, I'm sure one of them will stand up and own that game, if not two or three of them, realistically, even Tyron Roberts. So hopefully they stand up and they put a real challenge to Albert Kelly to have a big impact on this game when he does enter the arena. And I can't wait for him to jump on the field. Number three. Coming in at number three, we have our boy Ruben Cotter out of the North Queensland Cowboys. He's a guy that we have tipped to wear the 13 jersey in North Queensland, who we've also tipped as a smoky or a bolter, as some might say, to make his Queensland State of Origin debut this season. Still stand by that, but there has been a new challenge put in the way of Ruben Cotter. Mitch Dunn, it looks like he will play through the middle uh, for the North Queensland Cowboys. He's a guy with a really good attacking upside, great hands, great little skill set. So he's a guy that could also wear jersey 13. So now he's competing with one, Jason Taumalolo, two, Todd Payton's Common Sense, and three, the ball skills and the body of Mitch Dunn, which is very unique. It's not very often you see a guy as rangy and as tall as him with a mixture of the ball skills that he has. So it is a big challenge for Cotter. But I think this game... If Cotter stands up and delivers as I'm expecting to, I think he will have a really good game. He's a guy that I tip for an anytime try scorer. I think he was coming in at about $4.50, one to keep an eye on. Uh, Ruben Cotter, I think he can really let Todd Payton know that he is the real deal this year and that he should be in the starting team for the North Queensland Cowboys. Worst case scenario... Ruben Cotter ends up being jersey 14. He maybe plays a bit of 13, a, a, a bit of hooker. If he's not in the starting team, it really isn't a train wreck, to be honest with you. But personally, I want to see him in jersey 13 for the North Queensland Cowboys. I think he can really improve their game and especially help them in attack. Uh, when you look at his stats, just solely on what he did in 2021, uh, that, that, that doesn't really stack up. My argument doesn't really stack up that he's got attacking stats, but I've been watching him for quite some time. Trust me, the bloke has some attacking stats in him. We just haven't seen them yet in first grade and I think that if he can play an extended period at 13 which is another challenge for Ruben Cotter he's also going up against his own body which really hasn't done him too many favours over the last few years I don't think he's played more than four or five consecutive games at any point during his career so there are a lot of challenges facing Ruben Cotter I thought last year was great in this game and I think with a really big performance of the Indigenous All-Stars it could send Todd Payton a little warning signal that he needs to be in this starting team he could even and force his way into hooker, to be honest with you. I'd like to think Reese Robson has probably got that jersey sewn up, but Ruben Cotter, I'm telling you, 
He's a top three footballer in that team for me. I would have Val Holmes. I'd have Jason Tamalolo. Probably have Scotty Drinkwater. Then I'd probably have Ruben Cotter. So let, let's stretch that out to a top five guy. I really do think at the moment he's very underrated. Keep an eye on him and just keep an eye on him in defense, how good he is around the ruck. He is a sensational tackler, but he's even a better defender. So just keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on the work he does. Keep track of his tackle count as well. When he does run from dummy half, he's not as effective as when he goes from 13, but he's a guy that averages 8 to 10 metres per run. Considering his size and everything, the offload that he has, and considering he's going to make you 45 tackles in 45 minutes, uh, a pretty impressive character, Ruben Cotter. One to keep an eye on. Doesn't have the huge attacking upside of other hookers in rugby league, but I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest if he comes up with a try assist or a try in this game. This one means a lot to him. It has always meant a lot to him. I think it means a lot to him. I think it means even more to him this year because he knows it's an opportunity to show Coach Todd Payton what he's all about. Number two. The big man comes in at number two for me, Andrew Fafida. Now, I would highly advise, if you haven't already, go and have a listen to the Ice Project, Isaac John's podcast. He does a sit-down interview with Andrew Fafita. And to be honest with you, an unreal interview, but one that's almost uncomfortable to listen to. Uh, forget what game it was last year. I believe it was against Gold Coast Titans. And the, he, he got elbowed in the throat at one point, And then at the end of the game, his throat essentially starts to close up. And the doctor had to essentially cut his throat open to try and keep him alive. He was in hospital for what he thought was an hour or two. It turned out to be about a week. He then spent a few more weeks there, and it was a serious like life and death uh, few days there for Andrew Fafita. They weren't sure if he was going to make it. His doctor was very panicked from the Cronulla Sharks the night that it all occurred. And just listening to what had happened, and you know he had a tube down his throat. They were overfeeding him at one point. It just sounded like absolute carnage. He had, he had rung his wife. He'd left her a voicemail telling how much he loved her and to take care of the kids and everything. It's very, very hard to listen to. It's, it's, it's not funny, but it's crazy to think when he actually left that voice message, uh, he actually, th- there was one digit wrong in the phone number. I can't remember if it was a text or a voice message. Anyway, it went to the wrong person, but they figured that out after. So thankfully, you know, Andrew Fafita is still alive. He is still around for his kids and everything. And even at that point, I mean, he had to be wondering if he would ever return to the NRL again. And his first game back will be for the Indigenous All-Stars. It's something that Andrew Fafita has been very passionate about his entire career. So it is great to see. There's a bit of footage on NRL's Instagram page where he was Presented with his jersey today. Laurie Daly does a brilliant speech. It's a bit of laughter in it as well. Laurie Daly's standing there, and I reckon he folds uh, Andrew Fafita's jersey 35 times whilst he's standing there. A bit of side humour. But the words that he says about Andrew Fafita uh, really stood out for me, and he mentions that he had him on the radio that morning, and Fafita just told the story about his injury and his journey back to where he's come from is simply incredible. Like, they legitimately thought this guy was going to die just over six months ago, which is unbelievable. A great redemption story, Andrew Fafita a guy that uh, has done a lot for that jersey over the years, done a heap for rugby league as well, along with Tonga, the Indigenous side, a real guy that they're going to need him to stand up in this team, no doubt about it. It's going to be a big test for him coming back from near death to taking on James Fisher-Harris and Joey Tapanay for the uh, Maldi side. It's going to be a very big challenge for him, but Andrew Fafita has shown time and time again that he is a champion of our game. I still think Fafita... It's it's got to be the biggest play in Cronulla Sharks history, and I think it's a top 10 at least playing grand final history with the Melbourne Storm starting to get momentum, and he comes up with that try in the 2016 grand final. 
to win the Cronulla Sharks' first ever premiership. It is unbelievable stuff. Wish Andrew Fafita all the very best uh, in his return to the field. He's returned to rugby league as well. I hope it goes really well for him. hope he is safe and everything. And I'm so glad. Obviously, I'm glad that he, he's still with us in general, but I'm super glad that he's still playing rugby league as well. So Andrew Fafita, he comes in at number two. It's a little gift to all rugby league fans that we have still got Andrew Fafita, and it could have been a real uh, wake-up call to us all about how precious life is. But once again, if you haven't listened uh, to Isaac John's interview with him, I highly advise you go and have a listen to it. Really touching stuff. Hard to listen to at times, to be honest with you, especially with Andrew Fafita, you know, just how open and honest he is. But a really good chat, a podcast that I really did enjoy. Number one. Coming in at number one for me, this one was a little bit tricky. Wanted to pick two guys, thought I should only pick one, ended up picking both of them. I've gone for the halves pairing for the Indigenous All-Stars, who potentially could also be the Cronulla Sharks pairing. It is Braden Trindle and Nico Hines. Now, big night for Nico Hines. Obviously, the first game he's going to play since leaving the Melbourne Storm. He's also been very outspoken about his journey and the challenges that he has faced and how proud he is to be an Indigenous man. So a huge game for Nico Hines. I believe it's the first time he has represented them. He might have played last year, but I don't think he did off the dome. So a huge moment for Nico Hines. Also the first moment, obviously, that we're going to see him outside of the Melbourne Storm system. Apparently he's been going huge for the Cronulla Sharks down there. So one that he would be really excited about. But I think there's a fair argument. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That this might be the biggest game of Braden Trindle's career thus far. Hopefully, it won't be the biggest. Hopefully, he gets to play in a grand final. But realistically, this might still be the biggest game of his career. I think this is a real, not a make or break, but good God, it could make his career a lot easier if he puts in a big performance here. From what I've seen, it looks like Hines will be partnered by Matty Moylan in the halves down there at Cronulla, despite. Trindle coming in and doing a sensational job there last year and probably being a slightly more traditional seven that I think would be more fitting for Nico Hines. If they are playing him at six, they might be playing Hines at seven. That remains to be seen. But this game for Braden Trindle, if he can come into this game, you've got to remember as well, You've got Trindle at halfback. You've got Hughes at six. You've also got Will Kennedy named at fullback. Now, if these three can put on a real show in the first 20 minutes or so until there are subs and changes, good God, it's going to be hard for Craig Fitzgibbon to look past that. I mean, if Braden Trindle steps in here and does a really good job, directs this side around the park and brings out the very best in Nico Hines and Will Kennedy, which he did bring out the best in Will Kennedy for a lot of last season, I mean, he's going to give Craig Fitzgibbon a lot of headaches. And they're good headaches to have for a coach. There's no doubt about that. But Braden Trindle has the sort of ability to really dominate tomorrow night on Saturday night, in my opinion. Well, it's tomorrow night when you guys are listening to this. I'm recording Thursday night. Uh, But Braden Trindle... When you look at the side he's going to have, the strike he's going to have around him, it is the sort of game that he could really brain it in. He could really put his front foot forward. 
And say to Craig Fitzgibbon, I want that seven jersey. I'm the guy that should partner Nico. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see what Nico Hines says when he does come back from this Indigenous All-Stars game. They've obviously trained together all week as the halves. They would have done a heap of training at Cronulla. But you really can't emulate a game situation until you get out there. And if they start fast and they start well and these two are linking up together and it's flowing well and Nico Hines feels like he has just got a weight off his shoulder and he's got a lot of time and a lot of space off the back of the organisation of Braden Trindle... I'm telling you right now, he will let Craig Fitzgibbon know about that because I don't think Moylan's going to be that sort of guy. He's never really been that sort of guy. He's been a very Nico Hines sort of style of footballer playing off his head. Now, they might be looking to adapt Nico Hines a little bit more than what we're anticipating, but personally, I would leave him at six and I'm sort of leaning towards playing Brayden Trindle, and you all know how much of a huge fan I am of Matty Moylan. It'd be great to see him back to his best, but I'm not convinced we're going to see it, to be honest with you. Brayden Trindle, this is a massive opportunity on him for Saturday for Saturday night. This is the biggest game in his career so far, and if he plays well in this and he links up well with Nico Hines, I think he can lock himself into the Cronulla Sharks jersey for round one in the number seven, which would be a massive achievement for him. It looks like he's, if he does do that, he's come from behind to beat Matty Moylan out. I think Fitzy will be reasonably loyal to some of the older guys in the side, like Matt Moylan. I think he will give him an opportunity. But I'll tell you what, if Nico Hines wakes up Sunday morning and texts Fitzy and goes, mate, we worked really well together. I really enjoyed that. It's real food for thought for Craig Fitzgibbon. It'll be hard to leave Braden Trindle out of his round one side in the halves if he does do well in this game. I'm tipping Braden Trindle to have a big game, to be honest with you. I've already tipped Nico Hines to be my Preston Campbell medalist. I think he will be the best on ground. And if Nico Hines is the best on ground, you can bet your dick that the halfback's done a reasonably good job directing the team around and creating a bit of space for him. But it is a trial. Well, it's not a trial. It's a glorified big trial. It's bigger than a trial. But as far as the circumstances go it's a trial so you will see a heap of changes being made so the window that Trindle will have it won't be an 80 minute window it might be a 25 a 30 minute window you've got Albert Kelly on the bench you've got Will Smith a heap of guys there you'll probably see Nico Hines jump into fullback at some point I reckon I think you'll see him move around a little bit so Braden Trindle he can't wait to to lead himself into this game he has to jump on the field and start hitting the go very quickly a huge moment in the career of Braden Trindle. I wish him all the very best. And Nico Hines, I'm tipping him to get man in the match in this one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.